0: Oh, there's Um. definitely been meetings where they're like, can you turn on your camera? And I'm like, "Mm, you don't want me to turn on my camera.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Student Show, the podcast for students, by students. I'm your host, Holly, and today we'll be discussing our experiences in lectures. Today, I'm joined by the VP for the Coleraine campus, Grace Boyle, Grace, would you like to tell everyone a wee bit about yourself? Hi, my name is Grace. I'm the VP for the Coring Campus.
0: Um, I was elected in on a manifesto um, to help our. Uh, offering of our period products on our campus. I was in Shink Council during my second year and realized there was no dispensers about and we passed a policy. And I'm looking to widen that offering across our four campuses. Um, during my time in Ulster, I was a course rep and as well as a faculty rep in my final year. So I represented the voices of the Faculty of Arts and um, made sure that students were well supported and well represented across the faculty. Um, and I really like music and really like to go hiking and this is a beautiful place to do a lot of hiking so we're very lucky to be in the North Coast today. So Grace, you said that you
1: were a course rep, would you like to tell me a
0: wee bit about your roles? Yeah, so like in first year I um, didn't know what a course rep was, I kind of was asked in my class uh, who wanted to be a a course rep, and Mm -hmm. I was thinking, I looked around and nobody really was putting their hand up, so I kind of put my wee shy hand up and said, yeah, I'll do that. And really, the job is to represent the the voice within your class, so if any students had any concerns about anything going on within the course, they would come to me, and I would voice that in a thing called an SSCC meeting, which I think is um, student staff... um, It's a student staff committee so we would come together and discuss the concerns and issues within our class and um, they could be rectified and changed on a course level. So that's what I was doing um, as a course rep and it sort of like led me into the role as a faculty rep where I was basically doing that only on a a much larger scale.
1: Mm -hmm. I heard the deadlines to put yourself forward for the course rep is coming up.
0: Yeah so um, this time round our course rep elections are online. Uh, We've been doing online elections for the last number of years and um, if you want to nominate yourself for course rep the nominations are now open so if you go onto our website you'll be able to find um, where to nominate yourself as well as nominate yourself for our student council too which is basically the highest representative body that we have in our student union so if you are interested in any leadership positions it's also like edge accredited so um I got a lot of a lot of good experience out of it and I wouldn't be in the job at the minute if it wasn't for my wee hand going up as a first year to yeah, a yeah, experience to it, was it was a very daunting experience and the, but you know what like if you don't make those like uh scary moves um yeah, for sure take opportunities while you're um a student you know mm-hmm. you wouldn't you wouldn't get the experience. And I, I say like to everyone, if there's an opportunity that comes your way in anything um, during your time at Ulster, definitely do um, yeah, definitely,
1: go for, for it. Sure. So as you know, we started a new segment last week called the quick fire questions, where you have 30 seconds to answer as many questions as you can. So would you like to tell me when you're ready and we'll start the clock? I'm very scared about this, but I, I'm ready now. Have you ever fallen asleep in a lecture? No. Have you embarrassed yourself during a lecture? Yes. Have you lied to a lecturer to get out of going to class? Yes. What's the worst thing someone could eat during a lecture? Crisps. Ever join an online class while in bed? Oh yeah. And would you rather ask a question online or in person? Online. Ever cheated on a test? Yes. You're unfortunately out of time but you have answered seven questions which means that you're now on top of the leaderboard. Oh am I? Okay very good. You said that you cheated on a test. I did um I don't think I've cheated on a
0: test in university but I've definitely done it in school um Mm I was um taking an Irish exam and I seen a fluent speaker across the way and I sort of glanced at what she That's was so writing funny. and <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I looked over and the funny thing is is that we actually both got the question wrong oh, so no and the, like I, the moral of the story is don't cheat because I didn't get anything out of it at the end of the day.
1: <laughs> so as we know the topic today is all about lectures and I think the best way to start this is about expressing my hate for people who click their pen during a lecture. It's so annoying. Isn't um, it just... Yeah, like even
0: when you're hungover and you just hear that click of the pen and your headache just pounds, that's the worst. Whenever <laughs> you're going into a, a morning lecture and you're just been on like a night out and hearing pens is just clicking and I know people are restless. I know. It's not fun.
1: Especially when you've got a headache. I, I don't think, think there's anything worse. It is the worst. Especially when people are eating food and you mentioned in the quick fire question round about people eating crisps during a lecture. I
0: think crisps are one of the worst things to eat. Um, I know that I would eat during a lecture but I try to eat very quietly. Maybe mm-hmm. that's because I, I was like a little shy person in big lecture theatres, um, and trying not to get noticed but Um I would try to be discreet with what I'm eating, but everyone like if you're in a lecture for three hours, you're gonna get hungry. So
1: you know, a bit of sympathy as well for people eating crisps, so it's definitely like annoying as well. But there was um in a lecture one time and there was a girl behind me and she was actually eating I think it was a tuna salad. And I can't lie you know, Eat what you want, but just the smell of the tuna, it was really turning me, so it was. definitely would turn and me, it's like... The smell of fish, I just can't do with it.
0: I don't know how people have the confidence as well, just to eat a tuna sandwich in a lecture. It's just like, you know, you had you have such a gut to kind of go in and be like, yeah, smell my tuna, tuna salad. I know. It's...
1: anything like... We're not just pick ham. You know, it's nothing that doesn't smell. Yeah. For sure. Some classes, there's some forfeits for when you're late to a lecture and... Uh, I've heard some people saying they've had to do some crazy stuff when they're late. Did you have anything like that? or Well, I, in
0: in Ulster, thankfully not. Um, I sort of was able to sneak in lect- into lecture theatres mm-hmm. and into the class. And, you know, you would sometimes get, like, a little, like, acknowledgement, like, oh, you're late. But I remember whenever I was studying abroad in the States and... I was late for a class and they had locked me out of the room along with, I think, two other people oh, that no were way. also late. But when, when I said I was late, we were, like, literally a minute late. So me and um, a couple of my friends from that class were just, like, completely, like, why have they locked the door on us? We're uh-huh. literally a minute late. But it was the it was as well as, like, the culture of, like, that class, especially being in America, um, mm-hmm. everyone... Was basically on time to everything, and I know that's kind of not the way Northern Irish people are. We're like, oh, we'll be around like that time if you're yeah. meeting up with friends. But be ten minutes, but you're yeah, shower. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was completely confused. You yeah. know, being like, oh, let me in. what did you do? Did you knock the door? No, or? I was, I was really, I was really annoyed because I was like, why are you treating me like a child? But it was mm-hmm. just like the, it was a different experience altogether. So, yeah. and thankfully Ulster, you know, I think you get a wee slap in the wrist, um, in my class, but. Um, yeah, it was it was definitely a completely different experience in the states.
1: Oh really? Well, you see, um, most of the time last year when we get in the train, I was on time. But I'm normally not on time. I'm not. A, I'm always a late sort of person. I can't lie. But um, yeah, with it, getting the train, that's probably the best thing. I think getting that's the train happened. is a good yeah, thing. because then you have to be on time. <laughs> exactly. Definitely. Being late to get to the train was always my idea. But at least when I got there, I was actually early to the class, and. Um, probably one of my awkward experiences when they mentioned your reading materials and have you read this here and can we reference that yeah and I haven't I haven't read it yet I can't no. lie it's a confession I, ha- I didn't read it
0: <laughs> I think in first year as well I was just you know when you're getting getting your reading list and you see all like all the books or all the chapters you have to read mm-hmm you know, I I was not prepared coming to class, especially in the first semester, and you would hear yeah. you know, oh we're going to um, talk about this this chapter, and I'm like what, from which book? From what? Like I, I didn't realise we had this, so you know, you definitely have to go look through like a teething stage, and I, I you know, I, I would recommend for a lot of students to actually read the reading list, because yeah, you know, you can get like a, a, a wee bit behind, and I was like in lectures going, what's
1: going on and I was hoping I to see students around like that were like me that kind of didn't read the reading list. Oh, I think probably the best thing to do is to you know create like a timetable or put it in your diary and try and at least read one material each a week. You know just to keep on top of it because I was coming up to my assignments at Christmas time and it was like discuss this and reference the reading materials and I was like oh dear here we go (laughs) in like a one night sort of thing trying to go through them all and find the best things to relate to what I was trying to you know discuss or convey in it so.
0: Yeah and a lot of like the reading skills I because I came from a very like IT background and Mm -hmm. music background you know I didn't read a lot during school and so when coming to uni and seeing the amount of reading I had to do in first year it mm-hmm. sort of eased off until like final year when we had to write our theses and things, but it was really difficult for me to kind of adjust to a different style of learning. So I, I think I think for a lot of ones it would have been easier because in, in my class because they did like English or media, but
1: yeah, I, sure. I was struggling. I was just like, oh my god, how do I actually like prepare to read? <laughs> so I know. Yeah, I think the same because many of them are doing journalism. They would do journalism with English, etc. So um, history even. So they would all—they'd already have quite a lot of books. With me just doing journalism, I never really—I never really thought that I'd actually have to, you know, start reading a bit more because I still love reading when I was a child. But um, as I grew older into the GCSEs, A levels, I stopped. So definitely, when I came to uni, it was a strange experience that. It's difficult, especially with lectures and, you know, getting to know people in your class and, you know, getting yourself used to timetables and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, like, I um, I was lucky that whenever I got my timetable, I kind of colour-coded it. Mm-hmm. So, if I woke up in the morning and I seen blue, I knew that I was going to a certain lecture, like, <laughs> so... Oh, I was really, just, yeah, what about the colours? Just, like, I just colour-coded it because uh-huh. it just was so much easier. Um, I... Like, I'm I'm dyslexic, so I was just... You, that was the way that I kind of learned best, mm-hmm. was to see colour. And even in class, I would put out my phone and record the lecture and take notes after because it was very... You know, audio was very hard for me to continue to write and, mm-hmm. you know, hear what the lecture was speaking about. So, you know, people have different ways to kind of approach their lessons yeah, and approach sure. classes. So um, don't be afraid to kind of, like, you know, do your own thing is what I tell people. You know, if they have a... Different style of learning. Um, definitely roll with it if it works for you. Don't mm-hmm. feel the need that you are looking over and your friend has like really, really organized notes, and you're kind of freaking out and be like, "Oh my god, why are they so organized?" Yeah. You know, I had I had my phone and recorded it, and then took notes afterwards, and that was just how I was in class and did mm-hmm. the, those things and. Um, When it comes to timetables and even um, when it came to timetables, I think colour coding them was a really good approach for me.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's trying to work out if you're more a person, as you say yourself, to record it and then write down notes after or to write down notes during it because I find that um, I'd be listening and I'd be writing but I wasn't really listening at the same time. Like I was almost listening for the key points to write down that I wasn't actually paying attention to everything that was being said and because they were going a lot faster I was struggling to you know Keep up, yeah, with the lecture, what they were saying, but still trying to get the notes down, but still trying to do it in an organized way. You want to feel like you're
0: like digesting everything, but you're really like sometimes you're really not, and it's just you have to just do your best with you know your Mm -hmm. headspace that day, and you're like okay, because it's a lot of information, and especially when you're coming in for first year and everything's a little bit overwhelming anyway, Mm -hmm. um for those first few weeks. So when you're in the lecture and you're like trying to take down so many notes, like you know just just try and relax and yeah, exactly. you know take in the lecture and you know if you're a little bit hungover just like
1: nurse the head too. Nurse <laughs> the head. Um. Yeah and uh, just you know it'll always be uploaded to Blackboard after so you can always go on to a PowerPoint and just you know that's what I would do after and then write down and get the key points out of it you know without the pressure of you know keeping up to date with writing down all these notes and yeah that's definitely one of the things I'd say but which made it much easier with online classes is because you don't have that there sort of aspect where you, you know, have to keep writing. I think, yeah, it eases the
0: pressure. I mm-hmm. Like, when we went down into lockdown there in March, um, I was in final year doing my major projects and things like that, so I had a few um, online classes and definitely it was, it was far easier for me just to take notes and not feel the pressure as well of, of maybe being in a big lecture theatre and you're hearing a lot of, noise or you're kind of like I would get distracted of anything to be honest Mm -hmm. but um yeah it it was easier and you know you could be in your pajamas and you know you don't even have to have like makeup on and you can just like tie your hair back and just be like right I'm just doing this and you know Uh we'll get through it and I think it's like for me when I was doing online lectures there was a lot of pressure lifted um and I found it much easier to even ask questions in the chat or Speak them over mic, and I know people have like Wi-Fi issues, and it would be a bit funny yeah. to even see. And uh, my supervisor, we would have like um like one on ones on online, mm-hmm. and I kind of like was looking at his background, thinking I really like that painting, and you kind of like. You know, you you judge you people's um books, yeah. yeah the zooms and um what you're people have in their background scoop, yeah into yeah, their, their, yeah like, private life it's almost. it's surreal it's like you know you expect you know going into your lectures um office and you know there's a certain way an office looks mm-hmm. but then you get a glimpse into like their home life and yeah. it is a like a very postmodern feeling and you just Definitely. you do get that kind of surrealist um perspective where you're like oh this is how they are at home and mm-hmm. they're not just you know. A lecture that sits exactly. in the lecture theater all day, so yeah. it is. It was really, really bizarre, but really a, a nice thing to see that um, there is life, obviously, after um, a lectures, university exactly, day. Exactly,
1: definitely been a lot easier an aspect of you know, you know, easier to ask the questions online because you can just send it into the chat or you can just send them an email. After
0: I think the anxiety is yeah, the first year definitely. anyway. You I'm know, going
1: into that lecture hall. And yeah,
0: and you have your laptop open hopefully (laughs) if you're on if you're on a a bb learn um lecture you you have your laptop open and you can just open your emails and send a wee email through Mm -hmm. i know like after a a lecture i'd be like no i want to go home like and you would never touch your your laptop or those notes for that day so um like online's easier that way but as well as that it's you know i find it difficult to even concentrate if it was like Mm -hmm. more than an hour I was just like, oh, like I felt distracted. I I thought, oh, I could go eat, or I can make myself a cup of tea. Or there's been times where I've been in in a um, in meetings and um, I would have laughed at something and forgot that my Mm -hmm. microphone was on, so I would feel totally scoundered that you know I've just laughed in a meeting that I could have done with with the microphone turned off.
1: Definitely, the microphone being something that is actually probably quite daunting about the whole um, learning online experience because. My, my lecture last uh, week said, um, you know, can you tell us a wee bit about what journalism you'd be interested in? And like everybody took it and turned to turn on their mic. You did have butterflies. Said, oh my goodness, it's coming up to my turn here. and um, Or even when they're like, can you turn on the camera and the mic and say, you know, if this video is working that we're playing? And it is, and then you see the comments coming in the chat saying my mic doesn't work. It's like yeah, right. Your <laughs> mic does work. Your notes, it's not going to speak. Oh, there's um, definitely been meetings where they're
0: like, can you turn on your camera? And I'm like, mm, you don't want me to turn on my camera. I have no makeup uh, on. I'm in my pajamas. It's just not, not a good sign.
1: Or if you even do get up for the day and get yourself ready, and you know you're getting to the thing and you're like, we'll just not turn the cameras on tonight. It's like, I made an effort, you know. I yeah. got about half an hour early and you're telling me not to turn my camera on. Yeah,
0: if I knew I had, like, a supervisor mate and I was like, oh, please, like, just, uh, I'll put, like, a bit of makeup on or, uh-huh. you know, I'll have a shirt on and then pyjama bottoms on bottom, <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, for yeah. sure. Speaking of pyjama bottoms and stuff, I just find that probably the best way to stay concentrated for me at home is just to be, like, comfortable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I always find, like, if I was in uni and I- I'm not feeling comfortable, I don't think I learn as well. Like If I'm comfortable and I'm like happy in my environment, you know, sort of thing, I think I find lighting a candle at the minute It's just really getting me through these online lectures. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, uh,
0: I, I feel like, you know, there's an awful, awful lot of social pressure in first year mm-hmm. to, to kind of dress... You know, you want to look nice for whenever you're going into the lecture, whenever it's all brand new. But I remember, like, when it came to final year, I was, like, in hoodies and, Mm -hmm. you know, like, ten cups of coffee in. And you're (laughs) just like, "I I don't care anymore. But, you know, I do feel for a lot of people that... You know, would have had the in-person lectures, you know, to mm-hmm. constantly feel that social pressure didn't look good. And that kind of just eases the, as I say, the pressure off when you're doing the online lectures. So the pyjama volumes are in. and Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah,
1: I felt the same when I was first year and even my mum commented on it that I started off in September times, you know, jeans, boots turtlenecks and then it came gradually to December and it was hoodies sweats <laughs> <laughs> trainers that weren't even clean sort of thing so yeah I feel like I definitely concentrate a lot more when I'm comfortable apart from that the wi-fi in my house isn't great so that's probably one of my yeah, yeah disadvantages I, it, when it comes you to know to it.
0: even doing meetings at the minute I, I am thankful that I am in the office more but you know, working from home, I I've no Wi-Fi, so I I'm still waiting to get like Wi-Fi put into mm-hmm. my house, and you know, to, to walk around with your phone in a hotspot, trying to find like a certain oh, like I sweet know. spot to, to get like a little bit of like. It's been a, a a very tough tough time being at yeah. home. Um, I know a lot of people like like working from home, and I'm I'm not. I'm just I'd rather be in like in an environment where I know it's a workspace because I can get totally distracted and just be like, oh, I can make food, Definitely. I can make tea, I can well
1: yeah that's the same with me like I do I like the comfort of being in my own home but at the same time I do try and separate my my space where I relax from the space where I work because if I was just sitting on the sofa doing work it's never going to go well you know what I mean but if I keep the the desk in my house to just doing work and then leave it there and then go make lunch or whatever but yeah with the whole hotspot thing I think I thought my car was going to block me last week the amount of extra data I was buying I was like workplace is going to call me and be like there's someone's got your card and they're buying excessive amounts of data that's probably one of the hardest things about it all is you know saying connect it online
0: yeah it, when we're in a world where we actually have to be connected now fully you know now you have lectures that, that are online and mm-hmm. um yeah it, it is a as i said it's a very postmodern reality that we live in but, yeah and for sure
1: and it really feel for those who don't have the facilities to have the technology to keep up to date but um as you've seen, is that Ulster's providing a technology fund? Is it for yeah.
0: students? So there is a technology fund for students that are um, would need um, laptops if mm-hmm. a part of the an access participation kind of range where mm-hmm. they 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 would need it basically. Uh, so there is a fund there for students to to access. Um, you know, if they need a laptop. Um, yeah, that's great. It's somewhere on the Ulster website. If, if any students ever need to know where that is, they can contact me. It's definitely helping. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, the even the government should are, are trying to do more to bring more Wi Fi into rural areas and make sure that, you know, people do have access to, to Wi Fi. I know. Yeah. I
1: get that signal so that it's not um, freezing halfway through and reconnecting. Or my biggest fear is when you're turning it off my Wi Fi being slow, I'm and then I'm scared that it's not actually off, and then I'm away, like, you know, you can hear the toilet flushing maybe in the background or something after, like, that's (laughs) my fear, in case my Wi-Fi just doesn't connect and actually turn the call off or something, yeah, that's probably one of my biggest fears, but yeah, it's all, it's new, but I think we'll all, we'll get used to it soon enough, I think there's some things that would never happen, yeah, if you were in person, such as, you know,
0: yeah, it's traffic, yeah. yeah, like the the all all the toilet flushing and stuff. And as I said before, like I was laughing at a meeting um mm-hmm. like recently and i i realized my microphone wasn't turned on oh or turned off so like there's scenarios like that um i think as well you know there's like kind of like a lot of pressure for students to be so independent and be like a critical thinker from yeah. the age of 18 um good on for for a lot of first years and, and second years that are still trying to get the grips of you know being so independent and being so yeah, like you hard. know on yeah it is hard i do like i find it um very hard in first year like mm-hmm. trying to not you know be so spin fed like in school and um, to kind of take it at your own pace and just if you are needing any help like do reach out to people and do mm-hmm. tell um, your lecturers or tell student wellbeing that you're struggling because you know pe- the university's here to help you as well yeah so. exactly
1: and just make that effort to attend classes or you know email the lecturer if you have any queries or anything because it's it's necessary that you stay on top of it you know to obviously it does help you when you come to doing the exams and the assessments at the end of the semester. So we're going to move on to discussing the submissions that we received about students' experience with lectures and we're going to chat about some of them. So I'll start with one of them that I received and someone mentioned that they were sitting in class and it was the first few weeks of first year and their friend sent them a video and they opened it and it was one of those sex noise videos and they couldn't turn the laptop off. (gasps)
0: Oh my gosh, I'd be totally mortified. And now that I remember, that's definitely happened in a lecture that I've been in. Oh, for sure. Oh oh my word. Some people even do it as a joke to make everyone else feel a little bit uncomfortable. But if if you're accidental, like a pop-up comes up, oh, that must have been the worst experience. It must
1: have been actually horrifying.
0: Yeah, so I got a message from a student that had a wee story about their first day. Um, So on my first day, I didn't check which room I was supposed to be in. I assumed it'd be in the same place that we did the induction lecture in. I didn't realise until a lady walked in and started setting up, at which point I was confused because I was supposed to have a male lecture. I looked around and realized there wasn't um I wasn't where I was supposed to be. Lucky one of the guys next to me realised that I messed up on the rim number. I, you know, I walked into lectures too yeah, that aren't sure. my lectures, and yeah, that, that was a really lovely um, fella that just said to the girl that you know I don't think this is I your know, lecture was so
1: nice I remember I did that as well I walked into one and I was, I was mortified I like, couldn't get quicker out that door so I couldn't but yeah I definitely did that as well and um, actually received another one saying that this uh, girl was after staff night out and she turned up for a class a bit worse for wear and she tried to do the work in the morning before she got in but when she got in the class later that day she realised that she had just wrote swiggles on on her page and it was just completely incoherent and she couldn't stop laughing the whole class to a point where her eyes were literally streaming and the boy next to her was just laughing at her oh my gosh and I, oh my word could you imagine imagine if it was, hand, it was supposed to be handed in
0: yeah oh no I um i got a wee anonymous one um mm-hmm. they specifically said to keep them anonymous but i feel like this has happened to Every single person who mm-hmm. goes to uni. I fell asleep in a lecture after a mad night mad night out before. Please keep me anonymous, is what they said.
1: So I was just like, yeah, that's that's definitely happened to, yeah, to well, me. Yeah, well, I have a confession. I fell asleep before and it wasn't after a night out. I, I was just, just tired. And I think I had an all-nighter before. And um, someone else sent in that they sat down in a lecture and the, at the table and this girl came in and sat beside her. And uh, there was crumbs already on the table, and she was sitting. And they were talking, and next thing you know, the girls started, to, um, you know, eating the crumbs off the table. She didn't know if she should have told her because it was literally like oh, two weeks in, and she wasn't too sure if she should have mentioned, you know, them crumbs were already there or. <laughs> So, oh my god, um, that's so gross! Isn't it just? Oh my god! But you could understand if it's your like you've only known this person like you know a week, two weeks max, and it's on your second lectures and they started eating. I would tell them.
0: <laughs> I would not <laughs> person
1: too because I would just felt bad. Okay, so that's all the submissions we see this week. Thank you so much, Grace, for joining me. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Uh, next week we'll be discussing our experience with making friends at university, so if you liked hearing others' submissions, be sure to send your most embarrassing, awkward or funny moments to the thestudentshow at uusu.org. That's all from me, make sure to join me next Wednesday and I'll see you then. Bye! Bye!